What's going on, everybody? It's Justin here with Fox English Learning. And in this lesson, we're actually going to test your memory and your English from our last lesson. So if you haven't already, go back and listen to that lesson. You're going to learn five important phrasal verbs, and you're going to get to learn some cool things with the Bible. But in this lesson, we're going to test your English from the last lesson and help you with some tips on practicing your pronunciation to become a better English speaker. So sit back, relax, enjoy this quick sponsor, and we'll get into our English lesson for today. Thanks so much for listening to that sponsor. I'll remind you guys every time, just by doing that, you allow me to continue to teach English for free and you allow other students to learn English for free all over the world. So thank you so much. I had so much fun recording our last lesson where we went over five common phrasal verbs. The verbs we went over were blow up, bring up, bring up, call off, and do over. I'm going to say those one more time. Two of them are the same phrasal verb. They just mean two different things. So it was blow up, bring up, bring up, call off, and do over. I talked about how in the beginning, how I want to help you guys improve your pronunciation. So if you have not written these verbs down, make sure you do. And I'm going to say them to you again so you can hear the proper pronunciation. You have blow up. You have bring up, bring up, call off, and do over. Okay, so those are the five verbs that we went over. You guys can record yourself saying it. So for me, right now, I am starting to learn Khmer. It's going to be a long process, um, but I'm starting to learn it. And the best way I've learned is to listen to other people speak Khmer. So you can go on YouTube and search it. Just how you guys search English lessons, I can search Khmer lessons. I search it. I hear how people say words, but guess what? I record myself saying those same words so you can, so I can hear myself and see how uh, similar I sound to native speakers. If you guys have seen my video where I start out saying hello and Khmer, I listen to that video all the time because I hear how I say it and then I compare it to how uh, my Cambodian friends say it. So that's one way you can improve your pronunciation even if you do not have a native speaker with you, that is to record yourself saying it, whether it's in a video or whatever you can do. But let's go over these five verbs. So I'm going to say the meaning, and I want you to tell me which verb it is. So I'll say the meaning of one of the phrasal verbs, and then I will say the five phrasal verbs, give you a few seconds to figure it out, and then I'll explain which one it was. So of the five phrasal verbs, which one means to repeat a job? Which one means to repeat a job? Is it blow up, bring up, call off, do over, or bring up? I'll say it again. Which phrasal verb means to repeat a job or to repeat a task? Is it blow up, bring up, call off, do over, or bring up. The correct phrasal verb would be do over. And do over means to repeat a job. So if someone says, hey, 
do it over or do that over, they're telling you to repeat that job. And you could have done it well or you could have done it bad. If you did a bad job, they're telling you to do it over and do it the correct way. If you're doing a good job, they could just want to see you do it again because you did such a good job. So remember, do over means to repeat a job. Okay. Now, here's the next one. Which phrasal verb means to raise children? Which phrasal verb means to raise children? Is it do over, call off, bring up, or blow up? Which phrasal verb means to raise children? Is it to do over, call off, blow up, or bring up? And before I tell you the answer, make sure you're practicing saying it as you hear me say it. So if you know the answer to that one, say it out loud. Don't just say it in your head. One more time, which phrasal verb means to raise children? Is it do over, call off, bring up, or blow up? The correct phrasal verb would be to bring up. And that is a phrasal verb you can use to raise children. So an example is, it isn't easy to bring up children nowadays. That's the same thing as saying it isn't easy to raise children nowadays. That's the phrasal verb of our bring up. So we've knocked out two of them. We got three more. Let's see how you're going to do. And always remember after we do these phrasal verbs, we're going to go into our second section, which is learning English with the Bible, which is so, so much fun. So which phrasal verb means to explode? Which phrasal verb means to explode? Okay. Explode is like what happens when a bomb goes off. Okay. So is it bring up, blow up, call off, or do over? Is it bring up, call off, blow up, or do over? The correct phrasal verb, which means explode, is bring up. Bring, I'm sorry. <laughs> it is blow up. Even I said that one wrong. See, it's okay to mess up. Don't be uh, upset with yourself and don't get discouraged when you mess up speaking English. I've been speaking English my whole life and I just messed up. So the correct phrasal verb for explode is blow up. So if you want to say, hey, the bomb exploded in my bag, you can say, hey, the bomb blew up in my bag. So blow up means to explode. So we've knocked out three. Let's get to the final two phrasal verbs. And hopefully you guys are doing good on this. Which phrasal verb would mean to cancel? So to cancel, which phrasal verb means to cancel? Is it do over? Is it call off? Is it bring up? Or is it blow up? Which phrasal verb means to cancel? Is it do over? Is it bring up? Is it call off or is it blow up? The correct phrasal verb to mean cancel uh, is to call off. And an example is they called off today's English lesson. That would mean they cancel it. Okay. So call off means to cancel. So one of the best ways to improve your English, guys, one, I want you to be able to do it for free. That's why I'm teaching these lessons every day and giving you tests because I believe everybody should have the opportunity to learn English no matter how much money they have. 
but you have to be willing to put in the work. Now that it's free, that means it may be a little more work you need to do, but you can do it. With, with each of these phrasal verbs, practice saying them, but only practice saying them, practice writing them in sentences. Come up with sentences where you can say the verb call off. You could write down, tomorrow I'm going to call off of work. That means you're going to cancel and not go in. You could say, tomorrow they're going to cancel the English lesson, okay? Practice writing it and saying it in sentences, and it'll help improve your English a whole lot. But you have to be willing to do it yourself because you can become a confident and fluent English speaker without even a speaker or someone to talk with. But let's get to the last phrasal verb before we get on to learning English with the Bible. So, which phrasal verb means to mention a topic? Which phrasal verb means to mention a topic? Remember, topics like a subject or um, something like that, like a subject or a scenario or something that happened. So which phrasal verb means to mention a topic? Is it blow up? Is it call off? Is it bring up or do over? Which phrasal verb means to mention a topic? Is it blow up? Is it call off? Is it bring up or is it do over? The correct phrasal verb, which means to mention a topic, is bring up. And an example is, my mother keeps bringing up that little matter of my prison record. My mother keeps bringing up that little matter of my prison record. And what you can see right there is uh, the continuous form of bring, which is bringing, okay? So just wanted to show you that. So we went over blow up, bring up, call off, and do over. Five awesome phrasal verbs, which you guys learned a lot from. I hope you did get on that test. But you know what? It's time to transition and into learning English with the Bible. So listen to this quick sponsor, and we'll get right into the second part of our English lesson for today. Thanks so much for that sponsor. Super, super awesome. But let's transition to actually my favorite part of teaching English, because not only do I get to teach English, I get to teach about something that means more to me than anything else. And that's my relationship with Jesus Christ. I love being able to teach the Bible. I love being able to talk about Jesus. And I love being able to teach English. Uh, three things that I love more than anything on this planet outside of my family. Uh, so I'm super thankful that I get to do this with you guys to help you learn more about the Bible, but while doing so, improving your English. So the last time that we uh, went over learning the English with the Bible, we were in the book of Proverbs. And in the book of Proverbs, we went over verses one through two. So verses one through two. And I'm going to read through those verses. I sent you guys a picture. If you're uh, if you signed up to get my free lesson, you actually got a picture um, of these verses so you can see them and you yourself can practice reading them out loud. So when you're learning English with the Bible, one of the best things you can do is memorize verses in English. So when I say memorize them, that's learning, remembering them in your head and being able to say them aloud in English. So I'm gonna say that again. You need to memorize Bible verses in English. Okay. 
not only do you get to think in English because you're remembering the verse in English, but you're getting to say it aloud in English and you want to make sure you're understanding what it's saying and everything. So I'm going to read through verses one through two, and we're going to talk about some of the uh, words we went over and then we'll transition into another verse. So verses Proverbs chapter one, verses one through two. These are the Proverbs of Solomon, David's son, king of Israel. Their purpose is to teach people wisdom and discipline to help them understand insights of the wise. I'm going to read that one more time so you guys can hear all the words and make sure you understand the pronunciation. And then I'll go over the key vocabulary words that we already went over. So these are the Proverbs of Solomon, David, David's son, king of Israel. Their purpose is to teach people wisdom and discipline to help them understand insights of the wise. Two awesome verses. So verse one tells us kind of who the main author is. And it says the Proverbs of Solomon, king of Israel. And some of the key vocabulary verbs we went over. I want to see if you guys have these written down. Was the word purpose in verse two. Their purpose. P-U-R-P-O-S-E purpose. Remember, that's your reason for doing what you're doing, your reasons behind what, behind what you do, what you do. Like if you have a job where you work hard, what's your purpose? You want to provide money for your family. We know we went over the word wisdom, which is a knowledge applied through experience. Wisdom is knowledge applied through experience, but the biblical definition would be God's perspective on a matter. Matter, And when I say God's perspective on a matter, that means seeing things from his point of view. Okay, let's stand if you're standing on the top of your house and you're looking down, you're going to see the ground different than someone who's walking out of the door. So in order to understand true wisdom, we need to try to see things from God's perspective. And we went over discipline. Which remember, that has to do with training yourself um, for rules or for anything like that. Let's say if you're dieting, you have to discipline yourself to eat healthy. You have to train yourself. So that was a quick review of verses one through two. Now let's move on to Proverbs chapter one, verse three. Proverbs chapter one, verse three. Their purpose is to teach people to live disciplined and successful lives to help them do what is right, just, and fair. So there we go again. There's that word purpose. And what did purpose mean? I'll give you a few seconds. Think to yourself, what did the purpose mean? Purpose means the reasons behind why you're doing what you're doing. So it's talking about the book of Proverbs. It's saying their purpose is to teach people to live disciplined lives. So people who live lives that are training, people who do not, um, we'll keep going, but we'll move on. Remember, discipline means for training. And it says in successful lives to help them do what is right, just and fair. So if you think about the word right, that's the thing that you should do. Let's say if it's a, as simple as this, if someone tells a lie. They know that's not the right thing to do. The right thing to do is to tell the truth. But in the Bible, what's right is what God says. So we know that God does not want us to lie. We know that God wants us to love people. We know that God wants us to surrender our life to Jesus Christ. That is doing what is right. What God says, what is just. 
You need to do things that are just. And who is the ultimate person who says just? And that's God. So when you think of just, it's like justice. And that's uh, people getting what they deserve or what they should. So we want to be people who live lives that are just, okay? And then you got the word fair. Mm. So it's to help people live successful lives for people to do what is right, just, and fair. We don't want to be unfair to people. We don't want to treat other people better than we treat others. We want to treat everyone the same because everyone was made in the image of God. And no, no matter how much money you make or no matter how much money you don't have, no matter if you're from America or if you're from Cambodia or if you're from Laos, no matter where you are, God wants us all to treat each other the same, to love each other, to treat each other like brothers and sisters. So that's really cool that you get to see some more reasons behind Proverbs. So I'm going to read all those verses together so that you can kind of see them. So Proverbs chapter one, verses one through three. These are the Proverbs of Solomon, David's son, king of Israel. Their purpose is to teach people wisdom and discipline to help them understand the insights of the wise. Their purpose is to teach people to live disciplined and successful lives to help them do what is right, just and fair. What three powerful verses we're seeing this book in this book of wisdom this book of seeing things, remember wisdom is seeing things from God's perspective and then applying it through our life and gaining experience on how to continue to do that and teach others. So these three verses are laying the foundation for what we're going to read next in Proverbs. But I hope you guys enjoy that quick reading of uh, three verses in English. Remember, practice memorizing some of these verses in English, especially when we get to some other ones. There's some very, very important verses I want you guys to memorize, to say out loud and be able to explain to someone in English what it means. But thanks so much for hanging out with me today, guys, and learning English. Um, I love all of you guys. And if you have not, give your life to Jesus Christ at this moment. If you're like, Justin, how do I give my life to Jesus? This is how I simply explain it. God created us to be with him. But because of sin, and sin is rebellion against God or going against God, we are separated from him. And we're separated from God, so we no longer have a relationship with him. But uh, paying the price for sin, Jesus died and rose again. So Jesus died on the cross for our sins. And there's nothing that we can do. There's no amount of right deeds or nice life or good life that we can live that is going to make us right with God. The only way is to surrender your life to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And when you hear that word Lordship, that means someone who's your owner, but he's not an owner who mistreats you. He's an owner who loves you, loves you as his own child. And then when you surrender your life to Jesus, that life with God starts now and it lasts forever. You'll be forgiven of your sin. You'll spend eternity with him. And now your life has purpose for telling other people about Jesus and getting to help people grow in their walk and you yourself become a faithful follower of Jesus. But I just wanted to end with that. If you have not given your life to Jesus, please do. I love all of you guys. Have a wonderful day and have fun learning English.